0: <laughs> Greetings, lords and ladies. Er, Doctor Von Vrlock here. Thank you for joining me on Planet Vrlock this evening for our episode of Psionic Magic Heretic. Yes, into the darkness we go. And I'm glad you could join me here. It's peaceful here now, isn't it? Well, let's address the question of which I've prepared for us tonight. Does religion equate spirituality? Mm, Does law apply to religion? I think that within religion it does. Is there actually a law existing in the realm of spirits? That's highly debatable. And how does any of this guessing work? apply to our lives. I mean we are psionicist. By what rules do we live? Well, only one. That there are no rules. So without further ado, let us start having some fun now. <laughs> yes, the body social would have us believe the law of three you know, if I had a dollar for every time somebody emailed me about the law of three, I'd be a multi-millionaire. Yes, karmic justice, and that for whims beyond reasoning, the devils out there, the devils would-be saints of television, are all virtuous. I think not. But aside from the obvious annoyances, we're left here with the powers Of church and state do you really think that battles over with long gone and forgotten well think again our true disposition with these two powers may be in the unnecessary interpretation of Scripture and the imposing of what I think are unnatural laws let's talk history Oh, don't fall asleep. History isn't all boring, especially when Air Dr. Von Vrloch is talking history. We're talking heretics of history. Ooh, they were tested. More like tortured. Imprisoned and burned. You know, there was this odd concept in comparison to modern terms. I mean, it wouldn't make a, an ounce of sense to our contemporary world, but I digress. There was this concept in the church that Satan, or Shaitan, disguised himself and his devotees as emissaries of the light. Well, first of all, I, you know, I'm not even going to go there. I'm going to talk about uh, heresy. And, and in order to do that, I need to talk about orthodoxy first. What the hell is that? No, it's not a medical injection. It's not a vaccine. Orthodoxy is a continuous cycle of self-defining that is in opposition to people or ideas that the church sees as incorrect. Some people get so upset for even saying that. And I mean, that's just quite literally the truth. Churches in history openly admitted that. But we have a problem talking about facts these days, don't we? Yeah, we're not going to worry about them. Thus, we may simply, you know, simplify. There's a reasoning between terms here orthodoxy and heresy, as technicalities often attributed to the core faith of a religion. But the term heretic which applies to an individual, means slightly different things in different parts of the world. Well, you think? In the West, it may refer to opposition to those not aligned with the Catholic Church. Oh, good heavens! God forbid! (laughs) In the East, the meaning might be more broadly applied to an individual with thoughts which are alternative to the collective belief system Oh, shame on us. And there are other meanings which define a heretic as one who may not follow the interpretation of the good book pervadum. Yes, <laughs> well, the interpretation. You mean I can't read? Get out of town. The word heretic was derived from the original Greek. For choice, a sect or a school of thought, and then taken into Latin, the word "heresis." So the concept of division or separation is apparent in recognition of this word. Hallelujah. The Greek interpretation may have indicated a school of thought, or To make a choice. Now, what is wrong with making our own choices? You know, it fills me with suspicion that the powers of church may have been in opposition to the earlier metaphysics of the likes of great thinkers such as Aristotle. Though we know Aristotle was wrong in many ways. He did spark the thinking in that uh, direction of metaphysics. So, we'll tip our hats to Aristotle. Prior to its common use, heresy might have been more commonly referred to by an earlier term called heterotic. Jeez, how do you pronounce that? Heterodoxy. Good God, that sounds like a vaccination or something. So dramatic. You know, The danger of the power of the church really lies in the uh, church acquiring legal mechanisms, particularly against individuals who express or pursue views outside of the church's, again, interpretation of scripture or their dictum of the core uh, core faith of their uh, church, for which we know there are many churches and many sects. So it's 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 kind of a, a ridiculous pursuit of calling people heretics when, when still today each different church whether you know mormon or um, catholic or it, whatever different branch they they are all different sects so we could, wh- whichever side you're on you could be calling somebody else a heretic right but i digress muggles as it may be more widely known today the teachings of Christ were not intended to form a religion at all. So I think religion in one sense plain and simple might be perceived as a sort of a you know like a patent on expressed spiritual if you can even call it that worldly virtues. Virtues we all must follow except for those at the top of the pyramid, right? That in and of itself may seem like a means to prevent the division of Christians. But when considered with microscopic care, (laughs) we can clearly see the means to an end, which is, you may very well ask, to maintain Uh, Control and power over would be free souls. Now, to combat the divisions of church, to prevent what they deemed very important back in the day, 300, year 300, mixing of Judaism with Christianity or what was believed, the messages carried by the apostles. So, the Emperor Constantine brought together the first gathering of different Christian churches to establish an ecumenical council. You can tell I'm not used to saying that word so often. But what that means is a gathering of different churches all together to hold council or to establish a council. And no, uh, we're not talking about the Council of Elrond here to <laughs> to stop the One Ring, though. The author, Mister Tolkien, may have Mister Tolkien, sorry, may have thought of that before writing his book, *The Lord of the Rings*. In any event, just to be utterly utterly clear here, to be a heretic did not necessarily imply, in any way. A denial against God or Christ, rather the views of different sects of reasoning, were deemed punishable, if in variation to the teachings of those whom held the power of the church. Yes, the punishers of the world were all too familiar with their creeds. The greatest power of which is, of course, today, I believe, the Catholic Church, but I digress. Now, if we look at the views of Gnostics, Dicetism, Adoptism, Montanism, Marconism, or Marconism, uh, the surface of these teachings are not evil or anti-God in any particular way. Not that I can see. These sects are simply objecting to the dictum of a power-hungry church that wishes that power-hungry church wishes to be the center of all attention. It's a grab for power. It's a power grab, baby. Get it? Many people would be burned, or tortured, imprisoned for having a different view from the power church. The Yes, church. In any event, I personally do not ascribe to any of these beliefs or religions myself. That's just me personally. What you believe, that's fine. But I am borrowing these disputes, church against individuals and smaller groups, to illustrate more intensely the dimensions of oppression in our own contemporary world today. In our modern times, the threat of church seating itself in the power of the legal system is never too far off. We believe this age-old battle is over, long forgotten, but if we believe that, then we are altogether ignorant of the nature of this beast. You thought the beast was something else. Well, I believe it prophesizes itself. Or it might be more correct to say that the beast prophecies itself. It's a little drama queen, isn't it? Though it's true that its nature does not permit itself to be read. The subtle breath of its activities in societies is the clue to a presence among our unaware public. Very diabolical stuff. The point is that authoritarianism is an ever-hungry and tireless beast, whether it taketh the form of church, The state, yeah, the almighty state, we're all sick of that. Well, here's what's next, artificial intelligence, or an industrial complex. Those talking heads have their trunks grafted onto the same animal body. They are the death of freedom. Destruction of the real spirit of our souls. To be ever... Forever in bondage. Yes. The heretic was the original form of Christ believing people anyway. Gasp. Oh, oh, I know I can hear the protest just right now. Well don't be such an excitable man. Listen. The early Christians were indeed all vastly different well there you have it the definition of heretic right there different sex no I didn't say different sex I said different sex s-e-c-t stop that now mr. Munson behave yourself stop touching yourself in funny places but history as interpreted by religion would have us believe that the evil heretics divided us all away from the church Poor, poor, pitiful me. Why is it always me? <laughs> oh, how egocentric and narcissistic. I just might vomit. That simply isn't quite what has happened here, lords and ladies. I mean, just ask any priest or Historian, for that matter, about the views between Trinitarianism and Arianism. The latter of the two sects was rejected and condemned at the Council of Nicaea. That same council established by Emperor Constantine, if I am to be specific. And you'd be disappointed if I was not. Now, psionics is what I believe in. I know psionics like I know my hand grenades (laughs) I'm sorry I couldn't resist that no I don't play with hand grenades psionics does indeed allow the individual to experience direct communion with whatever intelligence is at the moment ubiquitously and ever-present or in alignment with the operator's perspective and perception And that of his machines, the all possible, which everyone else thinks is impossible, becomes reachable on the level of mind machine magic as a psychic interface. I mean, you believe in your computer, you use your computer interface. Why not use your psychic interface? You got one right between your brows, you just need a little psionics practice, a little knowledge. Is a concept of worship becomes inconsiderable, if not ridiculous, to a psionicist. Now, it doesn't mean that if you believe in one religion or another that you must absolutely stop what you're doing. I'm not saying that. You can do as you like. But what is so special about psionics? In particular, like um, my books, Psionic Necromancer psionic splicing, psionic robot. I mean, how are these breakthroughs in psionics and human reasoning for that matter? Well, psionic necromancer takes the concept of psionics being the means to establishing a personal, private communion with the powers in the cosmos a little, you know, a step further into actual psionic necromancy. Psionic splicing takes concepts that we like so that we can use them in our magical operations without having to, to use the rhetoric or the you know the cultish views surrounding various sigils and demons and uh, angels and so on. Psionic robot takes our psionic machines and makes them powerful servitors. But that, you know, that in and of itself is just surely amazing. And, wow, I mean, I just can't believe that I am at the head of, of these discoveries, but, uh, well, here I am. I think in closing to tonight's podcast, I'd like to say, you know what, just forget all that Bullshit out there. For lack of better words. I know I can think of fancier words than uh, BS, but you know, everybody likes BS, so let's just use BS. Let's use bullshit. Forget about all that nonsense and enjoy your life. Use psionics and find true meaning and peace and manifest the things that you want and live a happy life. In any event, Thank you for joining me tonight on Planet Vrloch. And until next time, we have this gathering of merriment in the hallowed hours of the dark. As always, always, keep the magic high. This is our Dr. Von Verloc, the heretic, signing out.